Everybody, please welcome our guest for this evening. You may know her from It Takes Two, Elden Ring, The Dark Souls series, Witcher 3, all her audiobooks and all her other achievements. It's Claire Corbett. How are you? Hello, I'm very well. <laughs> <Thank> you. <laughs> I'm really good. I'm just saying it's very sunny here, so I'm happy. <laughs> and I've dragged you inside for an hour. I know, that's good. That's probably good. <laughs> Not too long. <laughs> what have we got behind you? A bit of a, a world map. Is that have you got targets that you want to hit? I'm so bad. I'm so bad at geography. <laughs> right. I went to a school in Bristol, which is where I'm from, and it was really they were not good at teaching most things. And I so my geography is really bad. So I've got when I had kids, I was like, I'm putting a big map on the wall so that they know where things are. <laughs> I have I've like I, I can't, I mean, even now I can't tell you in you know in England where things are. I <laughs> So I've tried to learn. Yeah, there we go. So you're yeah. you're born and bred London? No, born and bred Bristol. Bristol. Okay, where's Bristol? Bristol? That accent, the accent that's in Elden Ring, actually, that sort of the R is it's down in the southwest of um of England. So uh, down near Cornwall, Devon. Also so like R Welsh sort of stuff. Oh, come on, no. no? Uh, it's, it's near Wales. I went to, no, I went to college in, in at Welsh College, actually, which is o just over the border into Wales. But it's just, so yeah, you're like 45 minutes drive away, but it's a very different place. Okay, so you, you guys are competitive a bit. Um, well, I think maybe, yeah, football teams and yeah, I think yeah. there's a little bit of no, Welsh wouldn't want to be described as sort of being anywhere near Bristol. <laughs> but I loved it. It was brilliant because we had like, you know, in, in Cardiff, where the, the drama school was that I went, there was a, they've got amazing love of rugby over there and the rugby stadium was right next to the drama school so just the whole the atmosphere i mean oh yeah wales and uh, and cardiff was a brilliant place to study and just be you know and it was far enough away from london so you didn't feel the pressure of becoming an actor so you you just learned your trade you did your stuff and then you came to london and went oh my god what's this <laughs> so, so you studied there to be an actor specifically, or did you have other goals at the start, or what? Yeah. Oh well. Well, I mean, I played hockey, so I was thinking either a hockey player or an actor, and neither of those are very good money-wise. So that was. <laughs> Luckily, my parents were really supportive. But um, I went over there to do drama school at eighteen, so I just mm. got in, and I didn't go to any of the drama schools in London because they were too expensive. And I thought, you know what? I want to get a degree just in case I don't want to be an actor. And I didn't kind of think you could be an actor. I kind of was thinking, this is this is just going to be It's a pipe dream. Yes, three years of just messing around, you know. It was, but actually I say that, you had to go in at 8 a.m. and do like warm-ups and, you know, singing and dancing. So at eight till six, we did proper days, you know. It was, it was five days a week, proper oh, intensive wow. training. So you don't get away with it when you're an actor. Actually, you become much more disciplined. And it was a brilliant drama school to go to. We had like 12 in our year and we had a really good success rate, actually. A lot of drama schools, people drop off, but our year did really well, kept coming to London and, mm. and working. So, yeah, I started there and did, did three years of training. What, yeah. was your, what would you call your big role or big break or where you said, okay, now I'm a professional? How long ago was that and when... Do you remember when that happened? I don't think you ever think you're a professional when you're an actor. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you're still um, winging I, it. <laughs> I, yeah, so at drama school, I think one of the other girls you interviewed was talking about radio. So I I did, at the end of drama school, all the, all the accredited drama schools here, 
at the end of your last year, you do a competition called the Carlton Hobbs competition. And Carlton Hobbs was a, a radio actor. Yep. And you do this uh, competition and every drama school puts forward two people. And then uh, six in my year, six people were chosen to be become the BBC radio rep company. And that mm. meant you did all the plays on Radio 4, you, if you won it. And mm. I very happily won it and came to London with a six month, well, actually became a nine month contract. So one of the first jobs I was doing with, was um, with Stephen Fry and John Bird on this Whoa. thing called Absolute Power, which was like a comedy, a, a comedy, comedy series, which then became a big TV show. I was in it, I was like, did loads of like multiple voices in the background. So I was just a little part in it, but they had been doing this for years. So, and obviously, as you probably know, Stephen Fry and, oh, yeah. you know, and you basically get to learn your, so a lot of um, comedy starts on the radio here. So we have these radio shows mm. that then become really amazing TV shows. And I feel like that'd be hard comedy over the radio rather than in person, or am I wrong? Is it easier? There's a massive history of comedy radio. Well, I don't know. I, th I think it radio is was was listened to. I'm not sure if it's the same now, but but I mean, all the great comedy people start. I think a lot of them start Starting on radio. That, yeah. Yeah, and there's radio theatre, so you would perform in front of a live studio audience, and they put it out onto the radio. It's, I mean, it's become a very diluted thing now. I think there's a lot more, lot more podcasts, as you know, and it's sort of becoming mm. a bit of an entity. And the BBC, um, I mean, they're, they're they're an amazing thing, but I'm not sure how long we'll have them for. Um, unfortunately. Oh, really? But yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, that's probably we don't get into the politics of it, but we'll fight <laughs> to keep it, and because it it creates programs through a range you know, such a range, but... Because it's, it's funded by government, yeah? Yeah, it is, yeah. 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 Um, so the comedy and the... So, so basically, I learnt my trade um, doing this amazing job and I got an agent from being on stage with Stephen Fry that my, that my agent came to see it and said, oh, I'll take you on. Um, so, wow. so I think... I, did, I didn't think I made it, but my dad thought I had made it by then because he listened to radio and he was like, oh my God. So, <laughs> so I felt because of him that I had already started this career. And then from, from there, I just got theatre, TV. I did lots of TV when I was starting out. And yeah, I mean, it was, a, it was a brilliant, brilliant start to my career and has continued throughout. So I keep getting asked to go back to do radio for plays. And, um, and during the lockdown, the first job I got during lockdown is the BBC phoned me and this other actor, Carl, and uh, said... We need to. We need someone to set up a home studio right now that can be all of the voices in the radio four play because we don't know what we're doing. We're gonna have to set up a whole new system. We're gonna have to because they had to keep producing these radio plays, so they chucked us both in our booths and we did three months. Oh, that's got to be fun. Home. I mean, oh. how brilliant is that during wow. lockdown when everyone was a bit. I mean, I had to keep my children really quiet. <laughs> oh, that wasn't really a child in the background. Shut up. We just go. <laughs> Shut up. Shut the yeah. door, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just hold on a minute. Can we do can we retake that line? That'd be great. Um yeah. <laughs> Actually, with the replay place, the the sound design, the sound designers were the people, the editors and the sound designers were the ones that really had to, you know. Oh, they're good, do. are they? They're, oh my god. They're experts. I mean it's not we do what we do, but mm. there's nothing like the people behind it all. All the all the sound people are just incredible. How old are your kids, by the way? They are nine and five. Oh. So you can't really keep them quiet. So the energy is only increasing as the, the age goes up or what? Yeah. Yeah. 
but that just fact matches my energy because I've got kind of. You're keeping up. They're going to keep up with you. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. So, did you ever think you'd end up doing, you know, these massive video game projects like Elden Ring and Dark Souls, and it takes. What a journey, man. Like the whole computer game world has changed dramatically since I started doing it. Now Mm. I started off doing games, as you said, the first, like the Dark Souls, Demon Souls. Was that your first one? That was my first game. Now it's obviously been... 2009, Demon Souls? Yeah, it was. Does that sound right? St. Astria? Yeah, yeah. 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 I say Astria, but I don't know. Astria, sorry. Yeah, you're right. That's (laughs) my bad. So I I auditioned for that. So I'd got a voiceover agent. I was quite excited about getting a voiceover agent because she had said to me, oh, I don't know if I can take you on because we've got loads of people who've got the same voice as you. And obviously on first meeting, I've got the same voice as nearly every other act. Like, you know, I can do posh, I can do whatever, but, and I could do kids' voices, right? So that was my little thing. That's a skill. Do kids' voices. So I thought, right, I'll get get in there somehow. And she said, look, I just don't think I can take you on. And then she put me up for an audition and I got in. So she took me on off the back of that. And she got me that audition for Deep, for Dark Soul, for Demon Souls. Demon Souls was And I went in and the guy that was doing the directing, Adam Chapman, who you've probably heard about before, who's been doing the, who did the direction on this, on the Elden Ring. He was doing it back then. He was doing it back then. So he was, obviously, I was a baby. I was like 21 and he was, how old is he now? He's like 24, maybe. And he was there in his cap being really cool. <laughs> and there was all of the team there, all of the Japanese team. And I was, I didn't really know what I was doing. So I sort of just wow. stood there and he, he started directing and he was so brilliant in how he explained in very subtle detail how to get what he wanted. And because there's a very delicate balance with these games of there's, there's a, there is a technique that, I mean, the voices are very different to a lot of computer games. Mm. There's a, a lot of them are sort of slightly underplayed and um, very, you know, there's, there's a gentleness to them. There's a. Don't go too uh, over the top. Yeah. Yeah. Something else going on beneath them. And it's not always what you instinctively think is right as an actor is what they want. So you have to play and they'll, they'll just, you'll sit there for ages and they'll be chatting. You have no idea what they're saying because they're chatting in Japanese and you're thinking, oh my God, they hated it. And they'll chat for ages and then they'll, they might just go, that was great. And you'll think, <laughs> you've been talking you've about been it. You've been talking for 20 minutes. That was so great. <laughs> yeah, I thought this was it. I thought I was being <laughs> So there, there's yeah. a very... It, it was really interesting to just audition was quite a process. And, um, mm. and then I got, I think, I think on that one, we did the Hawk girl, which you've not mentioned, but it, it's, she's called nestling, I think in, in some of the things, but this character where they said, basically said to me, it's a crow girl, but you don't ever see her. You just hear her. And she, yep. and so gave me this thing. And all it said on the audition lines was um, crow squawk, squawk, um sparkly me and I thought and Adam went just do just do something and so I sat there and I went twinkly me sparkly me and they went oh yeah we like so I just started playing with it in the booth so I thought you know what one of the things that I mean I say to anyone watching you who's getting into it I mean I just think sometimes you've got not all the time but sometimes if you get given a part like that you've just got to kind of go for something else or yeah your immediate response might be oh, i'll just do something little like ah, or but if you just go for something and try something it can mm. sometimes be a and then that that character then got brought back through the dark soul series because people loved it and it was a time all because of your your voice wow 
That's just crazy. Because, just because I think that character became this, it, it was very different to the other voices. It was just something, you know. Just something, yeah, weird. just stood out. But, but, yeah, it took the imagination. It's not because I, I did a particularly, you know, it was just a, something that I think stood out, to be honest. Yeah. Who knows? Wow. But that that put me on the journey, which is how I think I came to the. We re-released. Which one was re-released? Demon Demon Souls, Souls for PS Five, which you were yeah. you did yeah. you re-record yeah. for that? Re-recorded, yeah. yeah, and put a few different bits in, and I think it they re-recorded everyone. But obviously, some people's voices have changed in that many years because it's like I was going to say, yeah. So, so luckily, my I could still reach whatever I needed to reach for that. So we redid all the the characters. So did they but, replay that for you in in the booth so you could hear it? Or I think yeah, we we did yeah, I did have a little listen. I mean, I listened back before I went back in to record it. Yeah, because I because you're a professional. I, I, kind of, <laughs> I took the time. I had to re I had to yeah re audition for my own part. So it was a oh, weird moment wow, going okay. in. They, they wanted to hear you doing it again because just in case you became yeah. an old. <laughs> well, but the thing so, is, you've been in every one of his games nearly. I mean, there's not many you haven't been a part of. Yeah, it's been amazing. It's been, and it's been, you know, they're, they're, they're very particular. So I feel very um, privileged to be a part of all of these games because it yeah they are incredible games and they're hard and not everyone loves them but um but I know most people do and it's they're challenging games and that's great. Yeah, too so, challenging for you, I'm guessing, or what? Have you tried? I mean, Have you ever tried? I mean, no, I haven't tried. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, and, I know, and I know this is sad, and I know a lot of actors probably have said this, but I'm not a gamer. My, my older brother is, so he sort of tells me what he does, but I just haven't got time to do it. But I, but I've never really got into it. But yeah, um, I've I've watched my brother play games, but yeah. Oh, so I'm he's really is he games. into it, or is he just like a casual fan? Or yeah, he stays up to like four a.m. playing. Oh games. wow. Yeah, yeah, so he's he's, he's cool. <laughs> he gets told off by his yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think she sees him very much. Yeah, yeah. But obviously, within the world of when I go to all these different studios to record, everyone there are gamers, so they you know they they know what they're talking about. So. I I think you might be the first actress to have be involved with two game of the years back to back. You got it takes oh two, God. and I reckon yeah. Elden Ring this year. So you're going for the trifecta next year. You're going for the triple. Well, I'd like that. I'm doing a few <laughs> games at the moment that I'm thinking, oh. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, also, you don't, you don't know. You never know, do you? It's so you hard. You don't even know what they're called, right? You go yeah. in. So I, I was in um, Star Wars, Lego Star Wars, right? I did a bit of yeah. that. Yeah. Who were you in that, by the way? I was trying to track down who you oh, played. I mean, I mean, just like 20 characters. Oh, I mean, okay. I played Lego. Yeah. So yeah. no one. But but they got we got told because we don't get told the title of a lot of these things so that you can't so that if you slip up and tell someone you're doing something that one was named Paddington they just gave it the name Paddington and I was in the studio thinking <laughs> when I was recording going this is so not Paddington because you just said the word stormtrooper and oh. <laughs> oh, that's a bit of a giveaway <laughs> this is definitely something else you just have to keep it quiet because obviously games are so massive and they oh, take yeah. you know you start recording it and it's not going to be out for three years so you kind of have to forget it. I think get you, you must, since your career started, you must have had an NDA over your head for every every year you've been in the business. <laughs> and you and now you sign NDAs for just doing the audition. Oh, so wow. Wow. Because they have to cover anything, any script they give you before that. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, it's an amazing, but, but what the business, what I was going to say to you is like the business has changed massively. Like mm. the whole dialogue thing 
when we first started out, when I first started out, there's there was, you know, you went I went and did stuff every year, but it wasn't as detailed. Some of the characters weren't as detailed. There no. wasn't as much dialogue between the characters. No one really cared. And I think sometimes, I actually think still a lot of gamers don't really aren't that bothered. They want to play the game. Mm. They want to play the game. And uh, yep. but but these little moments I think give people who do like it and they they're able to watch and learn something else about the characters, maybe something, some backstory that they didn't know, or um, or they they feel some emotion they wouldn't have felt if they hadn't watched a sort of scene. I, I think, I mean, sometimes I'm I'm doing some voices and thinking this this is really quite moving or hard to watch. And it's like a film. So some of the stuff I've mm. done, I was in Dying, Dying Light 2, which came out um, and playing a small child in that. And some of the scenes in that were pretty horrific. and. I, I was sort of thinking, blimey, this is this is really sort of moving. You and were, I'm thinking, oh, you were a child in Dying. I think I know the yeah, mission you're talking like Aiden's, about. Aiden's daughter, um, sister, when she was in the her, like when she was younger. So when his oh wow, they're really yeah, they're really serious yeah, scenes. Yeah, she, yeah, really hard. Like I didn't, and we also get like trigger warnings now. I mean, I think it's a big thing in the industry where they they just let you know that there's going to might be something in there that might be triggering for you. I mean, oh really. The heart, Internet, yeah, like with everything, audiobooks and everything, they say, you know, in just this letting audio, you know, yeah, just letting you know there's something about, you know, abuse or about divorce or whatever. And if you can't, you know, I suppose it's nice to give people the option of, yeah, bowing if they don't want to deal with it or they don't or they can't or, or whatever that is. But, um, yeah, it, that that's changed through the years as well. But yeah, so the amount of dialogues change and it's that's really amazing for an actor because you're not just saying, you know, ah! <laughs> all that. You're kind of having a bit more of a, a moment. I, yeah. I want to know what was your reaction when you read the script or or the lines for Rose and It Takes Two because that's a pretty sort of powerful role and like you're playing a kid, which I, I don't think I've ever seen a role like that before yeah. in a game. Oh, no, nor me. And um, she, yeah, I mean, what did I feel? Because I kind I, of was on the my kids really it was kind of yeah. an interesting it was quite an interesting moment I mean I've been divorced so I also had that moment of going oh telling your kids about that is horrific and so that moment where they sit down and they have to tell their child and she has to react I was thinking oh my god so as the kid you, how do you react in that moment like they don't really get it or they don't understand it. And so, and that beautiful scene at the end of It Takes Two where she she just, she's written that letter and she goes off and I'm sorry, I think oh, it's- Oh, that was emotional. Fault. Yeah. I found you that like really that. emotional. I think it's, oh. I think it's so, it's really true. That, like I said, the writing, the writing for these these scenes are, br are brilliant. The writers are so integral to that. And I just think, it, yeah, I mean, it gives you it. If, if, you, if it's a good piece of writing, you're done. You're sorted. Oh. There's a- as an actor so and how do you how did you know that you had a kid's voice because i couldn't believe it was you <laughs> i thought it was an actual kid that is a compliment okay it is a compliment i'll tell you, I'll tell you why so this is <laughs> that audition you know we're going back to that radio um audition i had to choose three pieces right that showed my the you know the, the range yeah range that i've got and so I you had to choose a shakespeare piece and then you had to choose I chose like a little drama-y bit. And then my best mate was sat on the bed with me in Cardiff and I said, I don't know what to do. And she went, just play, just do some voices. And I went, Maxwell, I caught a lizard. His name is Maxwell. And then I read this little thing out and, and she went, 
oh my God, you've got to do that. And I said, no, no, no. And I couldn't hear it because you can't really hear it in your head in the head. I was, she went, yeah, you sound like a kid. It's weird. And so, <laughs> so I started reading this little thing and I had this little, oh, so it was little, wow. it's on the radio, you've got to do this sound effect. So this little thing in a box and I, and I had to talk to this little lizard who actually was dead, but she thought he was still alive. And it was a lovely little piece. Oh. And I just performed it. And you could see like in the little booth, everyone going, <laughs> so then I sort of play, started playing with ages because one of the things so I'm sometimes in a booth and they go could you just age her up by two oh that is skillful can you do that well, I can do that so oh I started playing in radio Four. I started playing my own daughter or like I'd, I'd have to or the chart the person would age from like f four up up to oh that's skilled the, I don't know how you do that so, that's crazy <laughs> If you think about it, so they, they what's really interesting about small children. So one of the things I learned while doing some some voices in a booth, the guy that was chatting to me, this great director, I can't remember who it was now, some good director, just said, you know what, with kids, they don't really know what they're about to say before they say it. Mm. So, so they're not when you're reading out a script, it's very easy as an actor to go. To so, yeah. Today I'm going to be doing this. Now kids don't sound like that. They they go, um, today. Mm. Yeah, I just didn't. I'm just doing this. You know, they oh, they, wow. they flick they flick between yeah. things. So so and then as they become more, you know, sort of like if you're a little bit older and just like oh my god, how that is. How so, do you do that? You're, you're a genius. <laughs> you're a no, genius. There's, a, there's a few amazing. There's a there's oh, quite a few because wow. a lot of us see each other at auditions and whatever so there's a few incredible I mean lots of people can do kids voices but if you most people if they put on a kid's voice they just go higher and it doesn't it sounds like an older person that's what I'm saying yeah. yeah yeah it's a different place in the voice I think but when I try to describe it because people go how do you do that how do you do that I don't I you can't, can't really can, you can't teach it can can you teach that is that something you can learn uh, probably a probably a voice coach could because I, but I can't explain where it because it's not it doesn't hurt no but People try and put that on, they force it, I think, but... It sits in a place in my voice that's back there, but it's not... Wow. It's not... I, think, I can't describe it. I don't know what it is. <laughs> but anyway, it served me really well because I get yeah. to get employed as, you know, for, in the computer game world, some great little characters, you know, that, yep. you know, that sort of world. So, um, and, and also, and, and when I play, the, play adults, I tend to play like 20 people in Witcher. Uh, you know over so I'll play the kids and all the adults and um in Valhalla um Assassin's Creed I played uh the French prince so I could do a boy I can do boy voices because they they don't so if I do 11 year old 10 11 year old boys I can do that before their voice breaks that sort of you know can I hear that now as well sorry I don't I don't want to make you work but, um, I don't um, know what he's got he's slightly rougher in the voice I'm uh, come come this way he's over oh. here yeah, so it's unreal. A little, yeah, I think, in, in French prince in Valhalla that I'm in. Yeah, so How yeah, but it's great. And and then you start to you can start to play around with accents and obviously, you know, trying to find a you know South African young girl over here is really hard. So you know, you try. Mm. I think a lot of the people try and trying to find that first, and then they come to me and people like me who go, well, I can do it. <laughs> oh, good. You're cheaper. Good. Oh. <laughs> Hold, on. Hold on. I want to know. This will put you to the test. Do you know how to do Australian? Now, a lot of people struggle with Australian. I try to make people do it and they just, how are you with Australian? I try to make people do it, but um, I don't know. 
how good I am at doing Australian, but um, that's pretty good. Well, I mean, if I sat with you for a bit, I'd make wow. I'd get all the new. And obviously, in Australia, surely there's like different ranges of there's different stuff. Yeah, off. but did you just pull that out? Like you've never done that voice for a gig, have no. you? No, 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 no. no. Wow. You're but that's a bit, you are in the studio, right? And you get, they, they say, uh, in fact, with Witcher, Witcher 3, they did, um, they had to make up an accent because they'd run, yeah. they'd gone through accents. And then we yeah. did, so we had to talk an accent that wasn't an accent, which is really hard. <laughs> You've got, got someone Because if you're trying to learn a new accent, now one of the accents I'm really bad at is Geordie, but I know that I can do it if I really got told, asked to do it, I'd do it. But, but, <laughs> to those nuances you kind of need to listen to someone doing it and note down mm. phonetically sometimes how it's done what 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 vowel changes to what vowel so you can go you can go quite far into it if you don't know how to do it or you can sit and have dinner with someone and pay them to just listen to them so which is what i did for south african i, I took someone for dinner i got given a job and they said they they think you're south african you have to go into the job and pretend to be south african the client is south african you have to pretend to be south african can you do it and i went it's one of my first ever jobs. And I was go, I went, mm, and I thought, don't say no. People say no, don't say no, you can do it. And I went, yeah, yeah. And then my partner at the time was at a wow. bloke in South Africa and I learned his whole life. I learned that he was from Bloemfontein and I, and I went into the- And um, you used to, you used to, I as it. your own. And I, and I said, wow. and I, started, I started talking about the political situation in South Africa because he had told oh me all about God. it. I thought, what am I doing? And as I was in it, I was thinking- I'm Oh my God. It. Yeah, that but I mean, unbelievable. Wow. And you got the gig? Got the gig, did it, and I came out just thinking. And the guy that knew I wasn't South African, who was sort of running it, but had got me in, mm. at the end, he phoned me afterwards and said, You didn't have to go into the political situation in South Africa, you dick. He said, I thought you were going to get <laughs> yeah, I, thought, I thought she was going to ask you a question you didn't have, because I knew where I lived. I had a whole backstory of, oh. and it was, only, it was only a gig that like paid something like 150 quid. But I kind of <laughs> thought, right. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna go for it because yeah. this will be this will be the rest of my career. I'll either say yes yeah. or I just won't. Do it. And with accents, you've got to do it with confidence. I I used to not be able to do any accents when I left drama school. I don't think I was very good at accents, and wow. I did. I did build it, so I think anyone can do it. But it just mm. takes a little bit. Of, for me, it took a lot of work, as in just just sitting down and doing it. A bit like learning lines. You just got to do it. It's fun. Oh. Sounds like oh, a blast. Sounds like a blast. <laughs> what, what what was it like working with Joseph Ferris? Because I've had him on the show. He was a firecracker. Uh, and oh, he... yeah, well, I didn't. I didn't get to meet him. He's down the line. Oh, so... really? Yeah. Wow. So for me, it wasn't because um, the two the people that played my mum and dad in it. Yeah. Who were amazing. They went out to do all the mocap, and they had. And you were strictly girl... voice. I was strictly. So they. What happened was interestingly, I auditioned for the mum part. That Annabelle's wow, playing. Wow, really? So she, okay. she got it. She got it. She lives near me, and I saw her, and she was like, "I got it." I was like, "Oh, you bugger!" But <laughs> I was like, "Well done." So she went out and did it with Pepe, who I know really well, and who's also brilliant. And they went out and did it. Ah. So they did this doing it for about two years. Then Side got involved, and they employed people to do the rest of the voices. And so they employed me, and then so when I went in, I don't even know if I knew that Annabelle was doing it then when I went in. I think she got this job and she was going off to do this thing. I didn't think anything oh, of it. Oh, and you didn't know. And then oh. we got shown the mocap. We had to voice you. And I went, oh, my God, they're playing my mum and dad. So I texted them both and was like, you're playing my mum and dad. And like, yeah. 
small world, the acting world is quite small now. So yeah, so we, um, yeah, so I said, oh, you, you're playing me. So we were sort of, but then you don't, you're not in the room together. You're, they, they were in the room together, which is why I think the dynamic in it takes two between them two is brilliant. And I've heard they can do a film of it, but I'm, those two just are so. They don't want to it, film. It yeah. it. They're acting, they're acting together is just brilliant. They're, it they really was, together. yeah. They, and they were in the room together, which is why I think it's so you good. You think that helped, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Because normally you just get lines. You just get your lines. You sometimes get played in. How often do you get to go back and forth with someone in person? Never in computer games. Never at all? No. Radio plays, yeah. Obviously normal acting, yeah. Yeah. But, but obviously um, Annabelle and Pepe did for that, which is why... And it, they had to do that, really, because it was such a... Well, they did mocap on it, so they were doing the physicalities. But yeah. it just... It just was really. I think. It, I think it really shows in in games sometimes because you're playing one. Acting is. Oh, I don't want to sound like a wanker, but acting is reacting. <laughs> you are reacting. If you said to me, if you were, if you were being horrible to me right now, I'd respond differently. So, but then if you give give me a line quite happily, I resp- I bounce off that. Yeah. So the rapport is there. So if you've if you've got someone not saying yeah. anything and you respond one way, when you put those two pieces together, you think, oh, it doesn't quite work. But that's I mean, brilliant. That's why yeah. I'm so fascinated that, like, for example, in Elden Ring, your mm. your voices are so incredible. Like, it feels like you're going back and forth with someone, even though you're not. Even yeah. even I, us I, as a player isn't talking. We don't. There's no yeah. talkable, you know, player. So I think it's something to do. Well, I think it's to do with good good direction. I mean, you know, the the directors would have listened, would know what they're going to direct something on. The whole team in Japan would be, you know knowing exactly how they want it played so they will get you to do it a few different ways then then they can slot it all together so I suppose in that way it's a bigger job but then you can't get actors together a lot of the time if you want some of these schedules and stuff yeah yeah I mean if they could they probably would but have you done any you've yet to do mocap I've done some mocap yeah you have but um, only bits and pieces like small what should I do that on Careful, you might not be able to say. <laughs> I know. I did it when yeah. they come out and they like partially partially release things, and then they your bit isn't in it yet, so I won't say. But yeah. I did. I have been doing quite a lot of it, so um, yep. which I I do love. But I what it is interesting when you go into the studio and you're like, oh, now I'm having to do the movement. So if you're doing TV work, that's one thing. But in, in computer game stuff, is normally just voice for me. Yeah. So when you and you're and you're you're very structured because you're having to stand on certain points and you can only move certain yeah. ways. So, to so me, you find that it, a bit restrictive. I think it's it, it does feel a bit restrictive because yeah. your natural instinct as an actor either to do both together and move wherever you want, or yeah. one and just act it well with with the voice. If you're if they're saying you can't move out of this sphere. And that arm can't come up higher than there. Your brain is going, act well out of here. It's not natural in a way. Yeah. Yeah. But it, but it, but it does. What's really amazing because I was saying, well, what is this going to give the character? And they said, well, it gives it a heartbeat. So the, so the movement you give, the breath, yeah, is what makes something look real on the screen. Okay. Which is something that. That's a nice way to put it. Yeah. 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 It's 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 grounded in something, which is great. I love that you've got a cushion with your name on it. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say I didn't make it myself, so it's not as wankerish. 
right? If I made my own pillow with my own name, I'd be the biggest wanker on planet Earth. But it wasn't. I didn't make it. My sure girlfriend, that? girlfriend got a flying all right? <laughs> that made me laugh. I just looked over there. Oh my god! Uh, me... <laughs> so tell us, tell us about Elden Ring. How did? Is this just? It just came up. Another just came a normal up, well, job, yeah. Yeah, just audition for it as, as anyone else would have. I mean, a lot of the auditions are just at home now. You send them off and um, yeah. uh, there's not there's not a direction online. If they like you, they might call you in. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so that came up probably because they, well, I was probably on a group of actors that they called in as they do. And and um, I'd obviously done the Dark Souls because I so I knew them, the Demon Soul stuff. So, yep. um, but yeah, so this was also, I mean, she's a West Country girl. So... That obviously is where I'm from. So you played a few characters. You got Irina. You played her other Irina's like second. It's, what do you call it? What would you call that? Like her heightened old, self. Yeah, her alternate. Alt, alternate, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then I played a Welsh jellyfish. Yeah, that's right. You did. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, that's brilliant. I love that. So I listened for that and I thought, I really want, it's such a tiny part, but I really You like want that. it, yeah. <laughs> so having been in Wales for many years, I thought, oh, I can do that. <laughs> and so I thought, I thought I wouldn't get that, but I did get it. So that's Hold good. On, what's, yeah. the, what's the voice for the jellyfish? I'm trying, I don't know if I did that quest. I, I don't know, I saw. She sort of speaks like that up in the stars. That's right. Yeah. She's sort of like, it's quite mystically, yeah. It's kind of a little bit, oh, well, jellyfish-like. She's just floating in the stars. Yeah, it's, yeah. Well, she's looking up at the stars, I think. But yeah, it's, um. so the other one, well, the other one, what? I mean, it's a bit, it's a bit creepy, isn't it? I mean, she's eating these things and it turns out to be, well, I don't want to, I don't want to give anything away. I don't yeah. give me things away. Anyway, no, no, you can if you want, it's all right. Yeah. I think everyone here loves it. <laughs> else um but yeah, yeah so it, i really enjoyed she's blind so there's yeah there's, there's moments where so i did a lot of it with my eyes closed did you <laughs> i was i was going to ask you that I, it actually felt like you did weirdly because, because you because you're different yeah and because also, i'm doing it now there was an energy but, about it. i'm not i'm not kidding yeah yeah so if there's if someone comes into a room and you can't see them but you you set it's more about senses i mean you know, who knows? It sounds a bit trivial, but I, I honestly believe it helped. Yeah. Oh, well, there we go. So, yeah. So she, yeah, she's got these, she's got these really interesting little moments and becomes slightly, we talked a lot about whether she got taken over, how, how much she became, because I, I very easily and quite like slipping into kind of slightly crazy characters. So <laughs> they go into a different place. Because I love that, that about people that there's there's something that happens that makes them sort of go into a bit of a weird yeah. world, and then the voice sort of changes, and everything changes, and the physicality and all of that. So I, I'm I'm happy to go quite to quite extreme places, but I think I don't know what was chosen in the end. But we had gone to quite extreme bits of where she sort of just completely went a bit wild. I don't think she does that in the, but but yeah. So that so. And Adam directed it beautifully and there was, you know, but there was lots of pauses again of waiting to see what they thought and, you know, whether well, they do it like not line by line, but pretty much. We did it in little sections. In little actually, sections. Yeah. Through, through like thoughts, through story moments. And then we went back over bits if they wanted something said a slightly different way. And 
um I mean you're not in there very long and for the scale of what yeah. a game is people think you're in there for days but you're in there for a few hours and then you could pop back and do a few more bits so it's really you know the Welsh jellyfish probably took two hours not even that you know and most of that's time time is sort of discussing what they want and where you so so yeah you you spend so so sort of you spend a lot of time prepping that sort of stuff and, and deciding what you want but what you want isn't important like you don't know what the gamescape is no so of course those and it's so vast isn't it it's hundreds of hours this game hundreds yeah so what a crazy they're having to match all this stuff and make sure that it all fits the the beauty of isn't it isn't it amazing what they can do yeah so So, great so do you do you remember finding that voice for irena and is it hyeta is that the other yeah 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 um do you remember finding that voice? Well, actually, we did most of it in there. So I'd, I'd done something for the audition and chosen a chosen a way to do it. Yeah. We kept quite clear on that. We we aged up and down to see if it needed to be younger or older. She needed a slight innocence to her, didn't she? Sort of like yeah. she, she wants something taken to her father. Correct. Um, yeah. So we just played with a bit of that, and and I, I think you do find a lot of it in the room. For me, you do. I mean, I I'm not someone who makes a decision and then you find it in the room. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, people me, have different processes yeah they do they do but i mean with this these kinds of games and with this company specifically you have to be able to move and and not and not be precious with what you've decided because with, and that's most things in acting but in computer games you, you kind of have to just go don't get attached to one and sometimes, and sometimes it's not your best emotional performance is not the one that is good you think it's good you're like really oh, Wow. I really felt that. I really felt that. And, and it doesn't go, connect with them. Yeah. It that that it's too much. Or, you know, you connected to it because it was emotional and you had a little moment and you sort of took a tear from your eye. And then they, they went, No, we didn't like that one. And you think, <laughs> what? That was my best ever performance. But so you have to throw the ego out a bit, yeah? Oh yes. Yeah. Think, well, the whole of acting is trying to throw you out. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm all right. Oh no, I'm not very good. <laughs> swing of being an actor. I thought I nailed that audition. No, didn't. I thought I was really crap in that. Oh, I got it. You know, you never know really. Yeah. It's never really about you. If you've got your base talent and you're doing it, it's, it, there's always something else going on that you don't know about. You know. It's a crazy it's world. What? Um... It's a funny- funny world what were you told about the character i know i don't know when you recorded this it's probably years ago now um, yeah do you remember what you were told because i know people are gonna ask ask me to ask you that question because they you know they're, they're clamoring for information these oh, fans they love it i was told that she you know she was left oh my god i don't want to get it wrong um that's no, all right she was in that she that they we find her we don't get told uh, to be honest with you don't get told very much because they don't want us to pass on the information at that time so we don't really get too much what you get told is that they're around about you know a certain age and then then that she's that she's in this room they come in and they don't and they I have to I'm I'm basically asking them to do something for me so you're told that you're told around about who she is but not really much more information than that then when we got to the point where she had moved through to Hyetta is the second yeah how do you transition from from that voice to the net like how do you make that transition with especially with no real information 
Do you know what I mean? That is all down to Adam directing and saying, you know, you 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 are now in a slightly different zone. You need to you need to you need to go into a slightly heightened place. She's not really in her own mind. She's not out of it, but she's not really in her own mind. She she's she's starting to become um, drawn in, taken in by these by what's going on around her, what she believes changing so the whole vision without having vision is, is more sensual heightened okay. um, and not being lost in it although we did explore a bit of being lost and how she was seeing or, or in, she was visualizing how also for found. everyone watching it is it's tough for claire to remember this because she also doesn't you don't know what's chosen from what you've done either do you no yeah. i haven't watched much of it so I don't really yeah. know but I, I should get that I might get I can have a little look after this but um but yeah so I think she, she was put it, we tried to put her on a slightly different plane in the second sex sort of the the second bit but I, yeah I'm not sure whether they went for and they're also such subtle shifts anyway when you listen back you think oh and how you read it is the gamer and once again how we think it sounds so I think a, a tiny motion, depending on what, what you bring to it, it's going to take you to different places, isn't it? Yeah, wow. Sorry, I don't know if I explain that very well, really. But we, don't really we don't really get much in the way of they try to get most of the information from you at that point because they don't, they don't always know themselves as well which way they're going to go. Wasn't it funny how, isn't it amazing how people um, just really connect with these characters, even though... Um, I know, I've messages from people saying you know talking about it and one one guy said he was really moved by the welsh jellyfish it's like wow that's the last Mo lovely. really yeah wow <laughs> just really it just <laughs> said it was he said it's such a tiny moment but he just was sort of just but it hits people different because it could hit someone yeah. could find that 20 hours in whether as someone mm -hmm. else could find that 200 hours in you know what i mean there's a big difference yeah. There. And whether you've been up all night, and so it's it yeah, was 4 it could be yeah, it could be a bit. Four a.m. You might be near to tears anyway. <laughs> and after you haven't de defeated the big whatever monster or whatever coming at you, <laughs> I've just I don't know if I can go. I don't know. Hey, if I can you do don't it. you don't play many villains, do you? No. No. I want. You're too you nice, know. but I know you want them, don't you? Oh, you yeah. know what? Well, I had a close call actually with an an incredible game that's going to be coming out. Yeah, I had a close call with. I'll tell you about. So that. you're getting there. You're closing in. Well, it's more that, and I've talked to people about this because I've been doing it for so long, and I tend to get. Unfortunately, sometimes in both in the acting world and in and in the voiceover world, if you can do twenty voices, you are more worthwhile to a company to play all the other characters than play the one lead. Obviously, I've not, I, I may, maybe haven't been up for the main leads in things, but you're- So it's a it's you, a blessing and a curse. It's a bit of, it's, you know, if you're the character actor yeah. in things, it, I think for me, it's more fun and yeah. probably it's the same hours anyway. It's not a problem, but yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I I think it's just, it'll wait for the right part. I reckon there'll be something. You're, something just to let people know, you're paid by the hour, whether you're a lead or- 100 characters right it's yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. 
yeah, yeah. So that's it's not really about the money anyway. Oh, no, never about the money with acting, but computer games are one of the things <laughs> it's that for are the love paid. of the craft, Claire. Yeah, yeah, but with computer games, you are paid a bit more than normal, but um, or compared to theatre anyway, but yeah, but, but I think that um. I, I yeah I think that of course I'd love to get my teeth stuck into something a bit bigger a bit more meaty something a bit more there's so many more female characters now that are you know warriors and yeah and that's exciting. they have more emotional depth to them and there's just more there's more there's more female gamers coming in because because less it's more, damsel in distress more, sort of it stuff yeah, it's, yeah. Less, it's more accessible to the to the ladies um and the boys, the, the, you know, the men who like to play the games as a lady. There we go. So, I mean, you know, it just gives the, the options all the way through. So I think it's good to have, you know, I mean, starting off, most of the women that I played were all, you know, the busty. I know that's a thing. Really? That's no, that's yeah, interesting. You know, which I'm definitely not, but, you know, the sort of, <laughs> sort of reluctant, sexy women. And now really? yeah, there's, okay. there's a bit more variance in how they portray those some in some cases, those women. So Miyazaki, the director of Elden Ring and and the Souls games, um, you worked with him on Elden Ring. Like he was he was there in in Japan. Or yeah. yeah, yeah. Sometimes so, the other games, I think he, they were all up. They all visited, which was lovely. Oh, really? Actually, so they were in person for the other yes. Games? We had oh, like, wow. like big studios I think he was up there yeah yeah for the first I think for the first one if I'm remembering correctly so um we were recording in oh a London studio somewhere where were we recording that maybe Soho has he changed much over the years I mean yeah I know, I know you're not best friends like but yeah like, you're not my best <laughs> but you know you have worked with him over a number of projects although it is it is small like have you noticed any differences because he's now royalty in gaming that man I mean, what an amazing bloke. I mean, I just think, I don't know, not, I mean, not noticed. I mean, we don't study each other that closely. No, that's what I'm saying, yeah. I, I do think that... Um, did he? Did the process change at all with him or has he been very consistent the whole way through? I think the consistency has yeah. been there. I mean, that whole, you know, working with the team from Japan, they're always so... They're always so they know what they want in their heads and they they will get it. So what so whether you do two hours or five hours or ten hours or you'll get there eventually, no, yeah. You will and 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 I think they really they they're so passionate about what they do and they are very um dedicated team. And it takes, you know, there's a lot of I mean Adam's Adam Chapman's been working with them for years and years and and as a director, and I'm sure there are other directors who I, I haven't worked with, but um there's a collaboration there and they they all know what it is they want from these games I think so so as is in terms of how they've I've been directed or how I've been um you know how the games have been explained I just think the quality has always been there they, it's always quality isn't it I think mm. oh yeah games. yeah all these games are successes pretty much yeah 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 so commercially and and with critics, yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm really proud to be a part of it right from that kickoff. I mean, it's, you know, I feel very. Now I've had a few, um, I've had a few uh, audio book, you know, actors that are you know do a lot of audio books. I just wanted to know because you were Audible's narrator of the year. Um, oh yes. 
Okay. And <laughs> <laughs> now not everyone gets that title, right? So how many have you done? And I know you did, you, did you do Girl on the Train? That was the one that won the order. That was the one that won it. And that's a bit, that's a big one to get. So congrats for that. But how many, I'm guessing you've done hundreds or what? I, I mean, I think I've probably done about four or 500. Yeah. Audio. Yeah. But, um, I mean, I started off like the same time I did the radio. I started off doing audiobooks then back in like oh, years ago. Oh, wow. So you've been doing it a while. Yeah. But when Stephen Fry was doing his, I was at the studio where Stephen Fry was doing the Harry Potters. Um, so that was in Bath, a little studio in Bath, Audio Girl it was called, and um, Audio Chivers it was then. Um, but yeah, they I started re recording audiobooks then. Did only did kids audiobooks, and then suddenly I got an adult one, and then I thought, oh, I really like the kids ones because they do all the silly voices in the kids ones. Anyway, I started then doing loads of like um, thrillers, and that was my thing. And then got Girl on the Train, and that won that award. And from then on, and naturally. Audible, you see, who rule the world in all of that. Um, they, uh, they, I say they rule the world in all of that. That's who people know. That's the big. Company, that's the big that's, one. Yeah. That's the company, that's the company that has um, made audiobooks famous in our sphere of podcasts and worlds. And they do a brilliant job of. And now I've moved into drama. And but companies like Strathmore Publishing and um, these small independent publishing companies. Um, they're not small, but but they're they're just the little studios that work are the ones that do the grinding and then and audible, you know. Is oh, the, is so they're like the publisher sort of thing, yeah. The final final result. There's studios. There's all these beautiful little companies that are just working really hard to get all these books out. The companies that I go and record at, and then then the job is. Then the then the audiobook is sold on Audible, and that's how people know that it's there. So it's a real, it's really interesting. There's there's more than that. So when I started off, that Audible wasn't there. They weren't doing audiobooks. So all these small companies that I work for, I feel very sort of um, I have a lot of love for them because they kept me going. And then Audible comes on, and it's this massive thing. And you think, like, I've been doing this for like ten years. Oh <laughs> right, then, okay, then, okay. And then obviously. And then an Audible lot are lovely. And they've actually all come from these smaller companies. So that all the people that work for Audible are uh, all these amazing engineers and people who have worked for these other companies and now work for Audible and are doing this incredible job of doing these great audio books. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a labor of love, an audio book. Any actor you chat to about it, <clears throat> you'll be like, they'll say, yeah. I mean, for... It's got to be a long it. process, yeah. A long process. You read, I'm doing a moment this brilliant series is if anyone's got teenagers and who are into like dragons and sort of world the world that sort of world this this series by a guy called Arthur Slade who's done the series called Dragon Assassin it's a first person narrative a 13 year old girl who gets blinded by her brother in this sword fight at the beginning and they live in this assassin sort of place that then gets broken down and she's now warring against her brother but I'm doing the fifth in the series of that which is brilliant oh wow so when you get a book or a series you love, it's just a delight to narrate oh, it. Oh, right. Okay. So that's brilliant. Yeah. And things like Girl on the Train, really brilliant, easy to read. It was it was fantastic. But And that that upped my name in the game of audiobooks, even though I've been doing it for years. It's funny, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. One thing. But you're on the train and then someone, someone says, oh, they're good. And then everyone else goes, oh, are they? And then you think, 
oh, I've been doing the same thing for ages. <laughs> but it's nice to be, it's nice after that long of building up. And actually, I think with all with, with voiceovers and with audiobooks and with you know, I do loads of stuff, audio guides for Buckingham Palace and like all those little weird little jobs that you do as a voiceover actor. I've built a career which you tend with the other side of acting, which is the TV. I'm doing a little TV series at the moment. You do you do these little jobs and you with the with the envision stuff, I found that you do a big job and then you'll be doing something tiny the next week because everyone you're you're a you're a tiny little fish. But with the voiceovers, for me at least. I've just done that and it's been just so lovely to sort of have some recognition of working in the industry for 20 years and going, oh, now I'm in supposedly a, a massive game that might win something. And you think, oh my God. So BAFTA recognition for It Takes Two, those, you know, that's obviously mainly for the people that have been, but but we we are part of it. Oh it's no, the you're, you're a big part. Yeah. 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 Don't so undersell think- yourself. I know, I know, but you know, you don't want to. But I'm, I'm very proud of it all. But I, you don't I have a like pillow with your name on it, do you? It's nice, yeah, <laughs> it's nice. It's just nice to sort of see that progression and go, oh, as an actor, to go, oh yeah, now I'm doing this, and people are calling me in because, uh, and you think, yeah, well, I worked, I worked a lot on that, and I've or I've done some, you know, some work on that to get where I am. You're not just chucked in and you're famous because it, you look. No, you've worked hard. And the, over stuff, and the voiceover stuff, I suppose. You're not you're not relying on what you look like or whether you've you know, so that that also I feel is a lovely, it's lovely. You, if you if, to act something with your voice, there's nothing else. People are listening, and if they don't believe you, they'll turn off. And what's crazy is you've been doing it for twenty years, and you're probably just hitting your peak, or haven't yeah. hit it yet. <laughs> so I mean, there's. To be honest, now COVID is, well, I don't say it's not over, but anyway, now COVID is, you know, here, we're, we're allowed to go out. So um, I'm quite looking forward to getting out and going to some some bashes. That's amazing. <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, is yeah. it, while I've got you, is there anything you want to say to the fans of Elden Ring or, or the fans of yours or your work? Any Could be any. Oh, well, I'm, I'm just, it's so, it's such a pleasure to voice um, these amazing games and how and thank you for um, playing them. My God, I mean, I just you're you're keeping me in in work. So uh, <laughs> continue loving what we do, and um, I shall keep trying to perform to the highest for you and do these very silly voices, which um, come I out. Love I love <laughs> it. I love it. Can I so, can I ask can I ask a favor from you, Claire? Yeah. Can can Irina say something to Dan? Oh my god! <laughs> Hello there, Dan. How are you, Dan? Come over here, Dan. Try one of these. Could you take this to someone for me, please? Please. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I forgot what the voice sounded like, and then as I heard it, I oh wow. That's like crazy. That. And I've not played it for a long time. So you've just, you've that. nailed it. And <laughs> I, I don't know when's the last time you did that voice, but you just, out of nowhere, you've got it. Like it's <laughs> such a skill. Nah, thank you so much, Claire, for coming on. Oh, um, it's been a pleasure. Where do we, where can we follow you? Instagram and Twitter? Do you know what? I haven't got an Instagram, which I should have, but I've got a private one with loads of my kids. Do. Yeah, but I will, I'll, I'll get on to that because I do need to. Um, <laughs> on, yeah, follow me on Twitter and I'll, 
do something with Instagram. I'm so poor at Lit Red Corvette. Oh, that's a sick yeah. name. I like yeah. that. <laughs> they just randomly called me it whilst I was singing. Oh, <laughs> really? Yeah. So there we go. Yeah. Follow me on Twitter and I'll um I'll endeavor to sort out the Instagram debacle. Beautiful. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on. I hope you enjoyed yourself. Yeah, I did. Thanks. Nice pillow. <laughs> All right. Take care. Enjoy your day and uh, get out in the sun. I'm going to. Yeah. See you, Dan. See See you.